In 2011, a crack podcast unit was sent to Colorado Springs by a court of snowflakes for being too good for the rest of the world. These men, and sometimes ladies, promptly escaped from the world of monotony to the podcasting underground. Today, still wanted by the SJWs of the world, they survive as podcasters of no fortune. But, if you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to the Geek Out Heroes. Welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. And Miles. And Delay. <laughs> uh, so, listeners, there is no, there is, there, there's going to be no uh, 354. <laughs> 354 doesn't exist anymore. Um, it Probably was for a, the best. <laughs> it was a tragic, <laughs> tragic podcast. Uh, I, I basically, I was so tired listeners that I zoned out a few times in the middle of the podcast and it's audibly noticeable. <laughs> like it's, you might, I might as well just put it like, maybe I could read, maybe I can re-edit it and just put in the, <laughs> just the, the fucking dead silence into just piercing fucking, <laughs> fucking squeak. Um, yeah, so that's that's not gonna exist anymore. So we're going through we're going straight to three fifty five. Do you want me to redo my Spider Man review? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Spider Man two was good. Uh the Miles parts were a bit preachy, but the uh it it's getting set up for good DLC. And I didn't spoil anything, unlike Anderson. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's what's hysterical was Anderson in that review, Anderson's like, I'm not gonna spoil anything. And goes oh. through it, and then he goes, and then he goes, all right, and then he he goes to one point, listeners, and just completely fucking wrecks. Like, I don't know if it's, you- it's not like I don't know if I don't know if it wrecks anything, but it's it's enough for me to go, dude. Seriously, it it didn't. In my mind, it wouldn't wreck anything, but it's like, oh, that would have that would have been kind of a neat surprise. If you're a fan, it would yeah, it would have been a nice surprise in there of like, oh, this is awesome, but I it doesn't ruin the moment. This. But it's one of those things of like, come on, man. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have noticed, but whenever he's talking, like we're all in chat and he's like, oh, I started watching this thing. And if I ever tell him to shut up, it's because I'm muting him for a oh, minute. Yeah. Yeah. It, There's been so many times when you guys talk about something and I literally take my headset off my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I want to experience this. I was like, I will check and see if they're done talking about it in about 10 minutes. Yeah, it was what was really funny. <laughs> I didn't was- do that with Loach. That was really no, that, that, that was the, the what I was just thinking of, like the the fact that like when we were when Loach and I, I did re- you watch this? I didn't even no, remember, not yet. Yeah, I didn't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was we were talking about, but I just remember like Loach says, "Did you watch this?" And he goes, "No, not yet." And I was like, "I did." So we start talking a little bit about it, but not doing spoilers, just how we felt about it. And he starts going into full spoiler town, and I'm like, "I hope Miles took his headset off." <laughs> yep. And like, I'm noticing there's no response for miles. I'm like, I'm assuming he's, he's put us on mute. So we just keep going. And I, and I was like, I was like, you know what? We probably should have waited for, you know, for 
miles to take his headset off or something. And goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least he's self-aware enough to realize when he spoiled things. I think Anderson no, but just, it was, sorry, it was far too gone though. Y'all right. <laughs> but I think what happened with Anderson is I, we were taught, he was talking about it and I was like, Anderson, shut the fuck up. And he's like, Oh, Okay, like, dude, you just—that's how he's always been. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, that's a, that's exactly it. Miles is like Miles is right. It's how he's always been. <laughs> like, if if you're gonna if you're gonna listen if you're gonna talk to him about anything, you have to make sure everyone in the room has heard it, you're right, or has watched it, because otherwise, it's it's just spoiler city. Um, no, right? that like I said, that's why if. If he's ever talking about something, I'll either take my headset off or I'll just Anderson shut up for five seconds and then mute him real quick. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's go ahead and get the Bethesda bullshit out of the way because that's that's just got to be done and talked about. Um, <laughs> Bethesda decided that they would start. So they'd already done this, listeners. If you didn't know, they had already done this on uh, the Xbox uh, review service, which is. Uh, I don't know how they're they're allowed to do this, but they are. Uh, as a developer, they can reply to anyone's re- anyone's you know negative feedback. If you have anything above or anything, I think it's above uh, a three three stars, like three stars or higher. They don't give you a response. They don't give you a, a, a re- their their your review response. If you gave it anywhere between two and, and I've, te- I've, I've checked it because I've gone through the list and seen two and a half stars. And as soon as two and a half stars hits, that's when P- that's when you get a reply. So they have either a automated bot uh, giving these shitty fucking replies. Or someone in their someone in their in, in their developer department has gone out of their way to copy and paste as many fucking replies as they can. <laughs> I mean, I told to, you what to try I, and be a rebuttal to to the shitty system. It's fucking funny. I told you what I thought happened was uh, somebody was like, hey, I'm going to take some edibles and I'm going to try and <laughs> respond to as many of these reviews before they kick in and then they lose the race. Yeah, because I mean, damn, dude, some of them are just terrible. Yeah. So I'm not going to go through. I'm not going to go through and listen and, and like list list them all or 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 talk or talk about every single one of them. but. There was a few that stuck out and the funniest part is the fact that like these people, some of the reviews, these people are actually giving legitimate actual criticism to build off of, to, to look in and take in and be like, you know what? We could actually do better with this. Let's do that. Let's do this. And uh, you know, or, or take it to heart of like, okay, in the future or sequel or whatever, we, we won't do it this way. We'll, we'll change the way we do. We do the, uh, the UI, the, the way we do the travel system, the way we do, any of this stuff. And instead, what you get is basically Bethesda trying to explain and then talk up the current game systems, regardless of what the person said. (laughs) So, (laughs) so you have like people who sit there and they talk about the fact that like the UI isn't very good and how it's uh, convoluted and how like they like one guy brought up the fact that he didn't even know you could go to the you could change the powers that you can get or even knew how to activate them by going into the main menu and pressing you know up with the uh in in the case of the controller it's up with the controller but uh 
because it's not listed in the UI. It's not really there except for at the very top. I think it's at the very top hand corner. They added like a little thing that says basically powers. <laughs> so, so, so fucking retarded. So like you go up to the you go in the middle from the middle, you go straight up. And that's where you change your, your abilities. This guy sat there and said he played through the entirety of the game. Didn't even know he had didn't even know he had powers and didn't didn't understand what he was unlocking the entire time. And he went through all of it, even the even the unity and didn't discover it until he was going into the new game plus section of the game, which by then he had already gone through all that stuff or he had so many high weapons, like high level weapons, and it didn't fucking matter because your powers aren't going to make a goddamn difference at that point. And I will tell you, listeners, the powers are bullshit. Like there's there's two powers in the entire game that's actually worth a goddamn. And by the time you get to the point where he was at of you have massively high tech or uh, advanced weaponry, it doesn't make a goddamn difference. <laughs> you're you're going to use the, you're going to you're going to go straight for the gun and not for the cannoli. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so. <clears throat> He, he pointed that out, like the fact that, like this is this was really badly planned. There's nothing that there's nothing really in the uh, in a tutorial system that actually walks you through the steps of like how you change your powers, how you activate them uh, and where where to go in the menu system to change them or to uh, or to use them. And there's also no upgrade system for those powers. So the upgrades like you once you get the power, that's it. That's all you get. There's no real. Uh, lengthening of of their abilities or anything like that. That's the only thing you get. It's just that that ability. And he sat there and he said, "That's kind of a stupid system. You have all these, you know, uh, skill systems and stuff like that set up so that you have to upgrade them and you have to unlock. In order to unlock them, you have to do certain challenges, right? Uh, that's how their their tiered skill system works, and it's fucking garbage, by the way. Uh." But regardless, that's how you have to do that. So why isn't there something similar? And this would make more sense to me is that there would be something similar for the powers to upgrade your abilities and turn you into a relatively a god in the game rather than having a challenge system set up for your skills, your skill sets. You know, why can't you just immediately unlock what you want to unlock for your skills and, you know, not have to worry about doing the challenges in order to unlock more of them? Why isn't it the the other way for the challenges working on your powers? So you're you you use your power so many times in order to stop a villain or something like that uh, in order to, you know, force push someone and becomes more powerful as you as you use it. Use it 25 times, it becomes, you know, 10 percent more power and more powerful like that kind of crap. You'd have people foos redying the shit out of everybody in a space game and I mean, shit, I would have used them more often if I if I had if if there was any way to upgrade your powers whatsoever, I would have used them. Yeah. And but I did. Yeah, because some of them sound good on paper. And when you use them, they're like, that's that's it. That's all this does. Yeah. And the response he got was nonsensical. It was absolutely ludicrous. The the response the response always comes with the same copy and paste response of we're sorry or you know this was your experience essentially, and then after that they go into a barrage of bullshit of talking about the features of the game. Of oh well, if you didn't like that, then you can play as a different character, use different skill sets, and he's like, what the fuck? This doesn't address my issue. 
this doesn't change the fact of what you like what you've put into the game is still shit it doesn't make it better by telling oh if you don't like that try something else or i could just play a different game that's better and call it a day and you could just accept my review the 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 responses that were on steam were fucking hilarious uh especially like if you had the uh the comments open on your on your reviews you'd have people who you know you'd have the usual people like oh you didn't play it right blah 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 but then you'd have the bethesda response and oh my god the responses from people after that was hilarious of people just bringing up like or i could just turn off the game or i could just you know get my money back or you know it just people just sitting there going or i could do this or i could do that or i could you know basically tell you to go fuck yourself and go play something else and i like i just want to know like bethesda was it intentionally comical to give these responses or were you just did you let one of the g you know chat gpt bots go fucking nuts and go ham on on the review section while the rest of them are writing the rest of your games because there's no way you paid anybody that much you paid anybody you know so much money in order to write 250,000 lines of dialogue in that game when roughly 80% of it is absolute garbage and dog shit. I, I just, I want to know Bethesda. Is that the case? Is that what, is that what it was? Did you, did you just set one of the chat, chat GTP bots on and just be like, you know, just go, go play, have fun in the comment section. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, gamers love being told by the developers that, Hey, you're Dude, using our product wrong. wrong. And that's why yeah. you're not having fun. Yeah. You're playing it wrong. Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's right up there with uh, why isn't your game developer your game optimized for uh, for PC? Well, it is optimized for PC. You just need to buy a new one. The fuck did you just say? <laughs> it is optimized for PC. You're just too poor to afford what it's right. optimized for. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's slightly off topic, but that reminds me of a fucking ad that I saw uh, earlier today for uh, fucking hex clad pans. I don't know if you've seen those. Mm-mm. It's the uh, the ones that are sponsored by Gordon Ramsay. They're like, uh, oh, super non-stick and everything like that, and everybody like, oh, yeah, those are neat. And you go look at the price, and they're like one hundred and sixty-three dollars for one frying pan. Yeah. And uh, they're trying to, oh, well, you know, there's a sale, and people will go to it. It's barely even on sale. <laughs> yeah, listeners, I'm going to tell you this and, right uh, now: if you want to pay one hundred and sixty dollars for a frying pan, go buy a Ninja. Just, <laughs> just literally, just go buy a Ninja. Well, <laughs> they they had uh, somebody go on there and comment and he goes that's th- those prices are, are ridiculous and they responded with well you can uh set up a payment plan for as little as 27 dollars a month I'm like <laughs> can you imagine being so out of touch that you suggest a fucking financing a frying pan <laughs> oh that's that's fucking amazing yeah that's that's the equivalent of what this was of I, I turned your, around and said, Hexclad needs to get a finance on a fucking grip of reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <clears throat> that's basically what this was. Of you have you had a you had a you had a developer coming back with you're you're essentially playing it wrong. Uh especially especially to the guy like the, the, the one that I loved was the guy who gave absolute constructive criticism. He layered it out. Listeners, when I say layered it out, like he literally labeled it pros, cons. What needs to change? Things that could improve. 
things that don't need to change and uh, what should absolutely just be getting rid or gotten rid of. And he he had it was like looking at a goddamn essay. And he had it all labeled out. And Bethesda's response. Well, if you don't really like the character that you're playing as, you could always just choose a new character and give them different backgrounds and character traits and then play as a or play as a completely different person in the game. And the, 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 the guy had thankfully had uh, had comments turned on. So he commented underneath underneath it when. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, could you tell me if I'm playing the game right uh, or if I'm playing the game wrong, if I decide to just turn it off? <laughs> um, I mean, like he sat there, he basically talked about the fact like he, he talked about the fact that the character development in in the game is kind of shit. And the main characters companions are garbage. They're a they're a cookie cutter template of ever of of the same personality over and over again. Uh, you have people trying to play it cool. They're fucking squares. They get upset at the fact that you want to, you know, if you want to be a pirate, they get mad. If you want to do this, they get mad. If you want to steal, you get, they get mad. Like he's like, he's sitting there going, you guys have no one who's, who's differentiated from another. So when it came time to kill some or to have somebody killed off, I didn't give a shit. And their response was, well, you could always just try playing as a different character. Try playing as different as, as a different person. What the fuck? Tell me, am I playing it right? <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, unless different backgrounds for your character make the writing better. Yeah, that's the thing. It I, doesn't. It doesn't change a goddamn thing. You can change your fucking. You could change your entire uh, character's uh, uh, traits to just be. I'm a loner. I don't want to be around anybody. And I, you know, I've, I've been, uh, you know, I was in the military or you could, you could give them all this fucking background. It doesn't change the dialogue one fucking iota in the entire game. Right. But and, that's, that's what I was saying. Unless, you know, different backgrounds get better writing than yeah, that's pointless I, advice. When, when I got to, when I got to, uh, this is my personal experience listeners, but when I got to the, uh, uh, what's it called? The constellation. And they're sitting there telling me, oh, well, uh, you know, you, you have to basically giving me the spiel of like why I should join them. And I sat there and I saw the options. I'm like, I think you guys are a bunch of squares. I'm going to leave. And that's basically what I said was I'm going to go. I'm going to go do my own thing. You guys do you. I'll do me. I'm out. And the game wouldn't do, wouldn't let me do it. Literally just wouldn't let me do it. I was forced into joining a group I had no fucking intention of ever being a part of. It's like it's like you you showed up at a guild to jet to deliver a pizza. And they tell you, oh, come on in. Yeah, just, you know, lay all lay all the pizza, all, all the pizzas there. Now let's give you our spiel on why you should join our guild. And this is their recruiting tactic of every time somebody delivers a pizza, we're going to introduce them to the guild. Oh, it's an Anderson Bible study. <laughs> I don't know the reference to this, but you're going to have to explain it after I'm done. <laughs> so I sat there. I'm like, all right, well, uh, I guess, you know, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to have to join your group or join your group, but I'm, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to take anybody with me. Nope. You're stuck with this person now. Why? Why am I stuck with this person? This guy gave me his ship. It's mine now. It's not the constellations. It's mine. 
Also, the person that we're sticking you with is going to judge you no matter what you do. Oh my God. So (laughs) much judgment. So much judgment. So I sat there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is just garbage writing. And I, I replayed the scenario several times. There's nothing you can do to get out of it. There's no way. There's no game. There's no way in the game. You can play the game how you want to play because the game is already preset. It's set to you have to do this in order to get to this. And there's no in between. There's no like changing of. uh decisions like you can't really make your own choices your choices are already predetermined so and nothing illustrated this more than the like the the dumbass club scene where you had to take you had to take a I can't remember what his fucking name is the old guy in the constellation group you have to take him to go purchase a the a portion of the artifact so you have to go okay we'll 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 go and do that and you have they, they, they start out with, though, you have this option, this option, this option. You can essentially strong arm the guy. You can uh, lock the door and basically prevent him from leaving, or you can kill him. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Not, not, none of them. You can't do any of them. You can't kill them. You can't threaten him. And you can't, you know, essentially, what the, guy, the guy who gives you the quest, the old guy, can't remember his name. Sorry, listeners. Uh, can't be bothered. tells you like you can do this this and this and then when it comes down to you can do this this and this it's you can't do any of those things you have to just go along with the story with how they've written it and i'm sitting there going it doesn't matter and it doesn't matter what your what your choice your choice in dialogue is it will change nothing it will change nothing of how the guy responses or how the guy responds it will change nothing about the entire scenario whatsoever and everybody played this this entire section of this of this uh, of this part of the main story as if oh you can choose so many different things they have so many ways of doing it no they don't it's a fucking lie it's a fucking ruse so you have people going online and going all right well the story's not very good the side missions are just okay there's one main side mission that I enjoyed that I thought was the best part of the game and should have been the entire fucking focus you, you have. All of this potential that's never realized. And people go online and they start they start criticizing it. And what does Bethesda do? You're not playing it right. Well, one thing that I've noticed on top of being told that, you know, gamers love being told that, hey, you're playing our game wrong, is they love getting railroaded along on what's supposed to be an open choice story. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. It's it's fucking amazing in order to get from point A to point, you know. In order to get from point A to point Z, you have to do every fucking thing along the way. Instead of, oh, well, what if I went up here? What if I did this? What if I went and did this? There's none of that in this game. So your your choices of free your choices and freedom are completely taken away from you. So why am I playing this? Why am I playing this game when I can go and choose, I can go and play Outer Worlds? And play as the dumb guy, still accomplish everything I'm, that I'm looking to, to go through in the story. But I can go about it in so many fucking ways. I mean, listeners, I can't tell you how many times I've blown up that ship in the sun. So, <laughs> and it's 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 all it's all written in there. Of you have tons and tons of choice. So this is what it comes down to. Of this is where you have the old Bethesda, which was back with Skyrim, which was back with Fallout, 
uh, or Fallout 3, which was back with uh, even Fallout 4, even though Fallout 4 was starting to go along this route of like you have you have no choice eventually. <laughs> hey, there's a settlement that needs your help. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, Preston Garvey. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could fucking kill that guy. I want to play that game again just because now that I have a PC that can run it, there's a mod where you can kill him. <laughs> and I want to try the game, just immediately kill that guy and then play through the game. Because <laughs> apparently yeah. it, it may, it's such a minor change, but apparently it makes a gigantic difference in the game. Yeah, I just, I eventually just modded it so that he, he didn't ask me anymore. He just didn't ask. No, nah, I want to mod it so I can kill him. Fuck so. that guy. <laughs> But now you have new Bethesda, which new Bethesda is you have zero choices. You have the way that we want you to play it, and that's it. So when they sit there and they tell people that they, su- they suggest they choose other player, other characters, it doesn't make a fucking difference. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I feel like I feel like I'm Truman in the Truman show when I hear shit like that. I'm like, who the fuck are you talking to? What are you talking about? What the fuck is this? You know, the good news is for uh, Elder Scrolls Six, they're going to have an easy time because no matter how you start, you always end up a stealth archer. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, I I think it's an incredibly missed opportunity for you to reach the end of uh, Starfield and not just wake up in Skyrim, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a Skyrim fucking spoof. Like it's oh. just. Hey, look, you're finally awake. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's actually the full game of Skyrim after you finish. Yeah, that, that would have been that would have been listeners. I will tell you this right now. If that had happened, that would have been fucking brilliant. Oh, my God. I would, yeah. have, I would have actually played and I would have I would have continued playing it. I would have continued playing through Skyrim right after that. Uh, and and it would have made it for impossible for them to sell Skyrim again yeah. <laughs> without people knowing. And that's the only way I would be. I, I wouldn't be mad about buying Skyrim for a 10th time. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would have been fucking brilliant. Um, yeah. So like listeners at this point, I don't have a whole lot of hope for elder scrolls six. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put any fucking fucking money into it. Um, if it comes to game pass, it comes to game pass. If it doesn't, then you know, fuck it. I'm not going to, I'm not buying that fucking game. <laughs> I'm not buying elder scrolls six until it is dirt fucking cheap. So sometime in the 2030s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but miles, you got to explain the whole, uh, Anderson Bible study thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, I wasn't there for it, but as the story went, uh, Anderson had invited uh, two of our best friends to uh, go to a pizza party, essentially, and uh, hang out, <laughs> eat some pizza, watch some movies, whatever it was. Yeah. Right. So they go along with him. He's their ride. <laughs> they get there, and the pizza's sitting out and everything. And after uh, they grab a plate of pizza, everybody grabs chairs and sits them in a circle with. One of a, one of those best friends in the center of the circle, <laughs> and it becomes a Bible study, <laughs> where one of the best friends is sitting on the outside laughing his ass off, 
and the other one is basically forced to (laughs) comply with participating in the center of this fucking circle. (laughs) (laughs) The story, the the moral of the story for me was to never trust (laughs) Anderson when he says, hey, you want to come with me to this place? Nope. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) You driving? No. (laughs) Oh, man. Like, the dude, the moment you said he's driving, I'm like, oh, my God, they're being held hostage. (laughs) (laughs) I I would have immediately went, you motherfucker. I would have grabbed pizza and left. (laughs) (laughs) And gone and sat outside on the porch. That's awesome. Just angrily eating pizza. <laughs> it's good to know that my natural distrust of not driving myself to places would have saved me from that. Because I hate, I hate not being able to leave. Like, mm, just yeah. so that that totally would have saved own. me from that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I would have fucking <laughs> letter Kenny oh, and leave. Stolen a two by four and walked through a plate glass door. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. In the meantime, uh, we've had a few things, uh, you know, get shown off. And uh, one of them was the uh, fallout uh, images. So initially when I saw the fallout images, I was like, all right, well, I mean, one, it's being made by, uh, by Amazon prime. And the other one is that it's a, it just kind of looked, I don't know, it kind of looked cheap. It looked better than I thought it was going to, but I came in with absolutely zero expectations of it being good. Yeah. Um, the other thing is like, it. I think part of it has to do with the colorization. Like it feels too vibrant <laughs> for uh, Fallout. Most of the games we've, we've gotten for Fallout have been pretty dull. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I that's, get that. that, and that's, that's one of the things like it, it just feels too vibrant. It feels too vibrant of a world. Like I'm not saying like, you can't do that like with mods in the game and, and technically radiation actually does, you know, <laughs> cultivate life. Uh, but it just feels too, too happy too uh, too vivid. When they showed off, they, they just recently had uh, dropped the trailer and uh, my. Well, I, part of me, listeners, I, I'm, I'm with the guys on the fact of like, I, I want it to be good and I want it to be successful. And obviously, Amazon wants it to be good and wants it to be successful because they didn't promote it as from the studio that created Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the rings of power, or the ring of power. Um so that was a good start, Amazon, <laughs> by not promoting it that way. Uh, instead, what? How did they promote it? It was it was the studio that brought you the boys and, and free two day, two day and, shipping, two day shipping, <laughs> two day free shipping. <laughs> um, yeah, the director of uh, Westworld, right? Yeah. So it's trying to hit the right spots. I just don't know if it's going to. And the upside is is that it's. You know, it's the Fallout universe, listeners. It it literally can adhere to nothing and everything at the same time. So yeah, I mean, it's not even a it's not even a known vault. So yeah, you know, the it's blank slate when it comes to it. Yeah, and uh, I think the writers kind of know that. Of if they basically have a blank check on this one. Yeah, because they they didn't pick an existing vault. They picked an area that we haven't gotten to play in the games yet. 
It's still California, though. Right. right. But I'm just saying, we I don't think we've gotten a play in California <laughs> because... Uh, no, but the, the, the thing I'm getting at is the fact that like, California is still a well-known region within it. So if they here's the thing if they if they miss anything in the lore or don't follow anything in the lore for new california that's where that's where fans are going to get pissed right is where is the shit that they that they just say ah we're not going to we're going to ignore that or anything anything of that that kind of nature of unless it's starting unless it's talking about the formation of uh, the uh, California New Re- is it the New Republic of California? Can't remember. The NCR, the NCR, New California yeah. Republic, New California Republic. Uh, if they miss any of that, any of that kind of buildup or lore that's already been pre-established, then that's where fans are going to be like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Um, yeah. <clears throat> I think overall fans are going to be open to it. I think that there's going to be. I think the the things that are going to stick out is the you know. The clunky suits, the the freaking you know power armor suits that bobble and 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 weave and stuff. Even though those things should be fucking tanks, and mm. the person inside might be wobbling around, but the the suit itself isn't going to be moving. Yeah, and they've got airships and vertebrates, so it makes me wonder if the enclave is even really present anymore at this point uh, in yeah. time for that for that story. Yeah, so. If the enclave, if the enclave's not present, then you know it's after. It's it's after ever. It's basically after the events of New Vegas. If the enclave is present or hasn't shown up yet, then it's way too early. It's it's far earlier than it should be. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think they had vertebrates though until. Vertebrates and uh, no, no, they had to have had vertebrates because I think you had them in uh, Operation Anchorage. Yeah, um, you didn't have airships, I don't think, though, until uh, well after the Enclave were already defeated. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they do. Just say his brain is working. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to have to look some stuff up. I it's been a while <laughs> since I've played through um 3 cuz I know the in the first one the enclave were the the big bad. And granted it's been a very long time since I played through that one. Uh Jack Horde. Yeah, they were they were in 2 as well. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say they were in 2 as well. I think I remember they showed up in 3. Actually the first one was mostly about the super mutants. Yeah, the the big bad the, the, master. the first one was the master. Yeah, but that's where you found out where the uh the super mutant uh serum came from, wasn't it? In the first one? Yeah, or am remember. I remembering things wrong? I think you're right. Like I said, it's been a long time. Yeah, if we can move on. This is me not remembering the lore <laughs> properly, apparently. That's all right. Um, yeah, it looks so, like we're going to get a dog meat. <laughs> so yeah, about that, uh, saw the, uh, <laughs> saw the dog or saw dog meat. Um, don't know how that's going to, how that's going to play out. Uh, I'm curious to see, I'm curious to see where the story actually goes. You had 
a the head the was it the who's the the head of the uh the vault I can't remember the name overseer overseer yeah you had her you had what what appeared to be a scene of her of her meeting the overseer right and the guy had one eye uh i think that's at a different vault so that's why that's why i was like i'm wondering if that's at a different vault or if that's at at a yeah i think that's at her vault the the impression impression i got yeah yeah the impression i got was that it was a colonized vault so like one of the ones that actually used its geck and actually turned into a town much like probably uh redding yeah i think was the one that that was the most successful at that if memory serves me right but from what I understand, uh, her vault, the one she came from, her father is the overseer, which okay. I don't see that being the case with him being mutated like that, unless there's some explanation for it. Yeah, that'd be really weird. Yeah, I was just kind of curious. I'm like, is it going to be another vault or is that going to be her vault? Which would the re- listeners, the reason why that would be really weird is because uh, mutations do, don't typically exist in uh I should say exist in controlled vault or uh, I should say in controlled vault uh, that aren't part of the experiment. Um, The ones that are experimented on, I'm hoping that there's going to be, I'm hoping there's going to be plenty of stories of her going into vault and discovering like what the fuck actually happened in some of the other ones, because some of those stories are fucking horrifying. Like the one with the puppets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Or the white noise, white noise. Yeah. Gary. Yeah, the, the vaults are always a super compelling uh, aspect of, of the Fallout stories. Yeah. It's just see how fucked up Vault Tech really was. Yeah. Or how fucked up Vault Tech and Robotech was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that that's going to be the most, I think that's going to be one of the most compelling things in it is to, and that's going to be the main reason why I'm going to tune in is to find out uh, what's going on in some of the other vaults. And, uh, I think one of the, I think the, the biggest criticism that everybody, that everyone that I've, that I've seen comments from have said is why the fuck is Red Skull in the, in, in the show? And that is a very legitimate question and a very, uh, that should be absolutely taken care of. Um, Amazon, we're not looking to have, we don't need to have ghouls that are of the same caliber of the ghouls that we have in the games it doesn't need to be all gooey and gross or you know completely fucked off at this point but you at least need to get you need to get like your color schemes right because the guy's red as a fucking firecracker and yeah you have him missing a nose and all that and everybody knows it's supposed to be a ghoul but he doesn't look like one. He just looks like Red Skull, and they you need yeah, to looks separate like, yourself from Marvel. Instead of getting radiation damage, he looks like he is what? Yeah. Instead of having radiation damage, it looks like he just got a really, really, really bad sunburn. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so which, I mean, there's a wide range of ghouls. I mean, the, out of any of the uh, races, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, they probably have the, the greatest range of appearance yeah. uh, possibilities. So, I mean, 
it doesn't bug me that much other than if they all look like that then it's a fucking problem him i'm not too concerned about (laughs) i figured they they show a bunch of feral ghouls and they all look like he does then yeah it's a problem i figured they made him look nicer just because he's supposed to be uh at least a supporting character (laughs) yeah but i mean if we i'm with miles on this one if they show a pack of feral ghouls and they don't put me off my lunch or dinner or whatever then i'm writing an angry letter (laughs) yeah i mean it's one of it's one of those things we're gonna have to wait and see and just see if it's any good or see if it's uh if if it holds up i'm holding my judgment on this because if this vault opened closer to the bombing where things might actually still have color, then that that'll explain it for me. But yeah, because I, I mean, because a lot of at least my my takeaway from four was everything's you know radiation damaged and sun bleached. Yeah, you know after decades of nothing but you know sun and radiation damage. But if you're coming out a little closer, I could see it. Yeah. Okay. But I mean that might just be me i don't know yeah i'm kind of holding my my judgment on a lot of things i'll I'll wait and see yeah all right which like like i said listeners it's going to be mostly a wait and see um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say it's trash i'm not gonna say you know i can i I haven't seen anything that makes it woke so that's a good sign you know they're they're not trying to push any kind of it doesn't look like they're trying to push any kind of agenda it looks like they're just trying to make a good show so hopefully that's the case and hopefully that's what we get I'm kind of excited to see it. Yeah, I've been been following the uh, when they were just uh, releasing the the set pieces that they were working on, and I was yeah. like, "This looks great. This looks like they're actually putting time into making at least some of the locations look like you know the Red Rocket gas stop, for example." Yeah, I'm like this this looks really good. It's like hopefully the rest of it follows. Yeah, the uh, but, I uh, think the I think the stills that they released the stills they released were just terrible. With nothing to accompany it, like a a visual video to accompany what you were seeing, and not seeing anything in motion or anything uh, as it should be in the show. Yeah, I think that that was a bad idea. I I think that they really needed to cool down on their PR end and like, hey, we'll release these these stills on the same day that we release the trailer. And then we have something for the publications to print and we have something for the the people to see. So you can see the correlation between the two. It was just a real, I just think it was really bad. Well, I think it was more the way they did it was they were trying to kind of gauge the reception to it. Cause the first time I saw the stills was uh, shit. I think it was like a year and a half ago. They, Somebody, I don't remember who, it was like an official account posted it on Reddit. Yeah. And then they were actually talking with people in the comments about it. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we, you know, we just wanted to show these off and, you know, see what everybody thought. And, you know, everybody kind of said the same thing. They're like, oh, well, you know, it it looks kind of like it came right out of the game, but, you know, without any context, it's, you know, they're just whatever. They're like, oh, well, you know, they're just, you know, pictures on set and, so I don't know. I I well, think the current, if they, the, I'm talking about the current stills. The current stills are from directly from that trailer. Like oh, I thought you were talking about the ones that. Like, no, no. The, okay, the ones no. they released was like In a week, was, from two years like ago, a week or, like a week or two ago. Um, 
no so those they, ones they definitely should have waited yeah, for the, so they, they shut off these stills and everybody's like fucking complaining about them and and sitting there going well this looks like shit or this looks you know this looks you know cheap that kind of stuff and then they in in instead of releasing them and having the trailer ready it was they released them waited and then did the trailer i'm like come on guys like this is basic shit like you should just you should release them at the same time or at least like you know stills one day trailer the next yeah something something to essentially give it less padding like don't don't give a whole lot of time for people to dwell on this and talk about it show this then show this and that way you have you have a correlation of like oh, okay this is from this this makes more sense i'm seeing it in motion it looks better in motion um so yeah i mean i think that having the trail i think having the trailer out now uh helps her out or helps her situation out tremendously. I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't under, I, I guess part of me is like having a hard time with the fact that like, I don't understand why anyone in uh, a marketing department would be like, yeah, this is a great idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, no, well, let's put them out and wait a week. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully we'll get uh, something entertaining about it. Listeners. We're all fallout fans. So if it's bad, you're going to hear about it. Or if there's a problem with it, you're going to hear about it. The biggest thing I'm looking forward to is people misunderstanding the brotherhood of steel. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's actually, here's the thing. Now that you bring that up, that's actually a good point of like, whether or not they're actually going to represent the brotherhood of steel in the show, the way it is in the game. Yeah. Or if it's going to be because everybody, something else, everybody <laughs> that I have talked to since three was, a lot of people's introduction. They think the brotherhood of steel is like the ones that you meet the, uh, what they call them lion's pride. Yeah. Where they were mm. like, Oh, we're going to be heroes and we're going to go out and save everybody. No, yeah. they exist to take technology back from the enclave because they think that, you know, the enclave are entirely responsible for what happened. And, and they're not totally wrong. And they are. Shh. <laughs> 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 So I just thought it was funny when everybody was shocked when uh, when you play four and they're like, oh, the the Brotherhood of Steel are kind of dicks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everybody in this universe is a bunch of assholes. Yeah. They, they just they have better definitions for why. Right. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm excited to see uh, how that gets handled. Right. I mean, they were they were basically fucking guardians of the fucking wastes in two. Like <laughs> you ran into them, you're like, fucking help me. <laughs> <laughs> I do uh appreciate <laughs> despite his uh track record, I do appreciate them working with Todd Howard on it. That way there's something tethering it to the games. Um but when they first said that, I was kinda like, ah, I kinda wish you guys had just talked to the uh original creators. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like the guys they, who actually they have the game a much, originally. yeah, they have a much better uh, understanding and uh, appreciation for the the dark comedy that is uh, Fallout. Yeah, yeah, you know that's one thing that I said was missing from three and four, and I mean it's not entirely missing, but compared to one and two, three and four are just so dark and humorless. Yeah, yeah. but if you go back and play the first two, granted they have not aged well. But those games are fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. If you have a twisted sense of humor. Yeah. Which I know everybody in the group does, but <laughs> I mean, I 
I laughed my ass off through both of those games. <clears throat> Still trying to think of the, the next topic. God damn it. <laughs> I fucking had it and now it's gone. Um, God damn it. Like it's, it's on the tip of my brain and my brain mind is going, nah. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, oh yeah. That's, that's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Dr. Who. Um, so listeners, they had the, uh, the, the 60th anniversary of Dr. Who based off of every analysis I've seen on it. It is still fucking trash. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, I guess, uh, I guess Dr. Who is officially dead and I'm just not gonna, I'm just not gonna worry about it. Um, so yeah, if, uh, if you were hoping that Dr. Who was coming back and that, uh, David Tennant and, uh, Catherine Tate, were gonna bring back the, the love and joy of, uh, of Donna and the doctor that is, uh, that is not happening. So, um, basically it becomes, uh, an entire, uh, beat down on the, uh, the doctor's personality and the doctor himself and, you know, correcting him on uh, pronoun usage and, uh, making sure that everybody knows that, uh, Rose, the, the new Rose is the most beautiful woman that's, a woman, I say that in quotes, because a genetic, a, a biological male now sees himself as female, and a woman, who is a woman, have the abilities of time or have the the abilities and memories of time lords. Um, they're able to wish away their abilities because they're women. And if I can't remember the actual quote, I think it's a if a male presenting time lord were Steve were still female, he would get that. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> did you just say because he's a man, he can't ever understand this? Ow. What the fuck are you guys smoking? So basically listeners, the, the entire, the entire episode was a allegory for transgenderism and how that's somehow a superpower. Um, if you're lost and confused on that, so is everyone else who's a fan of Doctor Who. And um, that would be why the episode only brought in 5 million viewers compared to David Tennant's previous uh, specials that brought in over 10 to 15. And that was after a drop in viewership. They started at 6 million. They dropped down to 4.83. That's a, that's a pretty big drop. And, uh, right now the numbers that you're seeing, the numbers are seen from the special is looking to diminish greatly in the next episode and be even less viewers. Uh, cause the special that they had ran and it's, I mean, it's the 60th anniversary. You'd think it's a big deal, right? They'd, they thought by bringing back tenant that they were going to be like, Oh, there's be, there'll be a mash rush. Fans will come back. And a lot of fans apparently did not. A lot of fans waited and wanted to see what the uh, what the critics said. And it was so bad that the BBC themselves even had to point out that it was a self-serving episode for the message. The coined terminology that uh, the drinker, the critical drinker uses of pushing the message. And the BBC was so turned off by it themselves that they had to, that their review even 
quoted that, like saying that it's it basically just was a self-serving, you know, self-serving episode for the message. That was it. So it's it's kind of a real shame. I mean, a lot of people are saying are are putting up the hashtag, you know, hashtag RIP Doctor Who. Um, personally, I think Doctor Who was killed off with uh, the timeless child or the timeless children, um, and it was actually well on its way to to complete uh, historical death when uh, Jodie Whittaker was chosen, and she started making the statement of, "Oh well, the uh, the Doctor has always been has always been viewed for from the male gaze." And the moment she said that, I was like, "All right, well, this is just going to be a woke piece of shit," and that's exactly what it turned into. She's the the Karen of, of Dr. Who, you know, a fucking full on fucking hypocrite, uh, in, in the show. And I was just like, all right, well, this is, this is going to be pointless. I'm not going to watch it. Miles had watched the first few episodes. I, I take it back. I watched the first episode is actually, you know, relatively decent. It wasn't great, but it was all right. There was a, there was a very early distinct message of how dare you defend yourself. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, uh, fuck the show. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. Um, I'm just trying to remember what episodes I, or what I think I only watched the first one because you were watching way ahead of me and you you turn around and you're like don't bother, and it just progressively apparently got con, you know continually worse and I kept watching reviews on it I was like god damn like what the fuck are you guys doing, and uh, I mean it's it's really a shame because the show went from being one of the highest rated shows of all time, uh, one of the most popular shows on on the BBC, and now it's it's completely just tanked it's it's low it's some of the lowest rated shows they have on the BBC and it's just, it's freaking heartbreaking to see, but we see it from the outside easily. You know, it's, it's like watching the downfall of Marvel, you know, and the rest of us are going, well, you could easily fix this. This can easily be fixed. Just turn the ship around now, turn the ship around, turn the ship around. And they just refuse. And I think the, the worst part is the fact like you, we see like what Davies comes back. Like, oh my gosh, it's the prodigal son. Like, he's going to fix this. He's going to retcon the whole Timeless Children uh, episode. He's going to fix all this stuff that's that's got an issue and we've got issues with. And we're going to have this big up, uplift of, uh, you know, the doctor's back and this is going to be it. We're, we're getting what we want again. Instead, he's going full-blown message and none of us can figure out why. Like, what the fuck? And in all honesty, like, we all should have, we all should have seen it coming. We all should have seen this coming. It, it should have been completely fucking just absolutely out in the open. The moment Davies made this, the, the decision that he'd made with Davros, the uh, character that is responsible for the Daleks and uh, turned around and retconned his entire origin story and his entire, uh, uh, you know, the, the theme of the, uh, the life support system that he, that he was set up in and said that it depicted a, depicted people in wheelchairs as being evil. And apparently that's a problem in Hollywood and that, uh, they depict too many, uh, too many cripples as villains. And, uh, I heard that and I'm like, that's, that's fucking lunacy. Like you, you, you're, you depict them as, as heroes too. fucking professor X. Are you guys retarded? Yeah. They're not all Bond villains. <laughs> yeah, everybody, you know, if that's if that's the case, then because of both uh, of uh, Blowfield and uh, Bond, uh, everybody owns a white cat. You're you're a bad guy now by that fucking logic. That was that was his own, you know, principled hang up that he decided that he needed to change and needed to fix. So that's what he did. And 
anybody who's in a wheelchair, you can expect them to blow you up with a rocket um, by, by his logic as well. So, I mean, there's worse ways to go, <laughs> but that was the first clue of like, Oh, this is not going to be the same. This is going to be, he he's bought into the message. He's bought into, to, to the whole Hollywood stick. It's not just, and that's the thing is it's not just a, a, Oh, I'm just doing this to keep my job. It's I'm doing this because I believe in it as well. And that's great. Davies, you can believe in it as much as you want. Good luck producing a show with no viewers, which is what's going to happen. All right. So that's, uh, that's pretty much where I'm at on that. I'm glad I didn't watch the show. I'm glad I didn't finish it. It's a, it's a real big fucking shame just cause you know, David Tennant and, uh, Catherine Tate are amazing actors yeah. and, uh, are, are great fucking characters in the series. Um, and you, you had all of that capability and all those bright colors to color with, and you ate the crayons instead. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though, some of those crayons look like they could be pretty tasty. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, the other, like the other thing is that, uh, I mean, you know, I can't, a lot of people sit there and say, oh, well, you can't blame uh, David Tennant and you can't blame Catherine Tate. Yes, you can. They believe the same bullshit, the same bullshit that Hollywood pushes and all, and all that crap. They believe the same shit that somehow this is, this is the best message you can give off to people that makes this all right. It makes I, like it's. It's ridiculous to sit there and be like, okay, well, because you have, or because you're transgender, you now have superpowers. Like that's fucking insanity. So why, why the fuck is this the best message of you have to play down the doctor? You have to play down the doctor when he's a man specifically, because this is the only thing right to do. And I don't know how that's going to, how is that going to fix I I cannot I cannot pronounce his name for fucking for my fucking life. Uh, the doctor's replacement. How is this going to fix the fact that this this young gentleman's coming in, and while everybody's oh well he's he's gay. Okay, I don't care. My point my point is that how is this going to fix his character? How is this going to make his character better when you basically laid out like oh well the doctor needs to be a woman in order to do in order to. Uh, to change his, his pattern of, uh, regeneration. You know, you just explained to us that the doctor, if he was a woman, he would still understand this and be able to actually change his own cycle of regeneration. But now you're making him a man again, and you're going to make him a man again after that. So you've, you've basically just written yourself into a corner. Never mind the fact that according to the timeless children, he was already a woman and still couldn't stop it. So, you know, timey wimey, wibbly wobbly, you're the fuck out of that. Cause that doesn't that doesn't match up with any kind of logic that I've ever heard. Yeah. He's still he's still a dude. He's still a guy. Yeah. Or are you guys gonna say that the melanin in his in his skin makes him better? Is that gonna be it? Because <laughs> that that makes no sense either. Well, he's no longer a straight white male, so uh <laughs> Yeah, like that's that's the thing, is like he's no longer a straight white male, so oh well. Because he's now a, a gay black man, that's going to fix it. That that's going to make him right. be able to connect with whatever bullshit they just fed us in this. Fuck you. 
you guys are got it. Like they are so fucking out there with this with this nonsense. It is unbelievable how anyone in in any kind of film industry have a have a job anymore. How the fuck do you guys even survive? <laughs> well, in their case, it's the BBC. It's just a you know never ending self eating snake. <laughs> well, that's the thing is it's not really the BBC anymore. The, the BBC doesn't really, they don't really do the production on it. So the production is being handled by now Sony, but bad wolf. Um, and Disney is fronting the money because they're bringing doctor who over to Disney plus at this point, it's technically not being funded by the BBC at all. And that's what a lot of people keep. A lot of people go, Oh, how is the BBC doing this? Well, it's, it's tax funded because it's from the BBC. It doesn't matter. It's not being done by the BBC anymore. It's being done by a different or by a separate company that's being individually funded and it's being done with the approval and stamp of Disney. So how the fuck, how the fuck are they doing this? Because last I checked, Disney is failing so fucking hard. They might as well just bury their face in the fucking sand and wait for time to pass while they produce nothing for years to get past this. And Sony, fuck, I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. I don't know what, I don't know what possessed you to think that this was like, that you were going to be like, all right, well, we'll buy out bad wolf. Okay. That's great. Now what? Well, we'll just let them do what they're, what they're, whatever they're going to do with no supervision. Cause that sounds like a bad idea now. So again, I have to ask how the fuck are these companies able to afford to constantly fail this hard? They, I mean, there's, there's, there's only a finite amount of money. <laughs> how do you, ha- how do you guys still have money? So I don't know. I don't get it. I just know I'm not watching it anymore. And evidently the internet is, catching is has slowly been catching on and has been in the camp is now in the camp of well rest in peace doctor who it was nice while it lasted yeah and uh so now they're going to enter into the you know as soon as as soon as this i as soon as this guy's run is done that's it that's doctor who that's that's the end right and that's not going to be the end for it's not going to be in forever because it's eventually it's going to get rebooted or whatever uh for another age or for another you know another era and you'll have new Whovians come in and uh, yeah, hopefully much it's like it did good. with, with yeah. Eccleston. Yeah. Yeah. Right, much like it did with Eccleston. Uh, and you're going to have new Whovians come in and hopefully that'll be a, a golden era for doctor who again, who knows? Yeah. But yeah I mean, I there's, there's this, uh, this era is over. Yeah. There's, there's doctor who fans out there that, that couldn't stand uh, uh, nine through 11. Yeah. Um, or I should say nine through 12. Uh, and they, they would refuse to watch it and we're pretty much exactly in that same boat now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like the, uh, the differences are quite, quite, uh, different from, uh, the, their complaints, but yeah, still. Yeah. yeah no, for me, it ends with Capaldi. Yep. Me too. And that wasn't a great send off either. But nope. at least Capaldi did an okay job. He would, you know, I, and now, like now looking back at, and looking at what Davies has done, I have to, I have to say, I blame Davies for that, for Capaldi's, you know, 
for uh for part of Capaldi's uh uh run. He he was the one that started the whole uh downplaying of the doctor and upplaying the uh the companions so much. Yep. To the point where the companions became the main character. Yeah. And it was uh Claire, I think. Yeah. Uh and while I'm I'm okay with with seeing it as it is and and accepting it for what it is. Like you said, it's not a great run. And no, that's, that's, that's not on Capaldi. Capaldi was a, I mean, he's a huge doctor who fan. He was a huge doctor who fan yeah. since he was a child. Um, but he wasn't so, a great doctor though, either. But he, you know, well, even, even companions aside, yeah. like he was, all, he was fine. You know, he was, he, he was out of the newer series from the nine through 12. He was at the bottom of the list for me. Oh yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's a, a great doctor, but at the same time, it's one of those things where I have to look at the writing too and and look at how that was handled overall and blame partially the the writers for that. Like you guys wrote it, you guys wrote a bad right. Doctor Who. They wrote a bad Doctor Who. I agree. That's pretty much all I had to talk about this week. Do you guys have anything else? Uh Homeworld um, three got a release date finally. Okay, you've mentioned Homeworld three. I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. It's a game. <laughs> of what yeah. the strategy game i've talked about this several times it's uh yeah it's a it, space rts essentially yeah it's uh space rts but instead of just being on a flat plane you can actually you have three-dimensional movement for your ships yeah they're great games okay so All they right. yeah, i mean they sick. exist yeah I'm sure you guys, I know, I know you guys are talking about something. No, we have talked about it with you though. That's but the treat thing. me as a baby. <laughs> Here, hold on. Um, so Homeworld 3 has been in development for a long time and uh, finally got a, a release date. It's uh, March 8th, 2024. Yeah, it's so the original developer was Relic and they started running into a lot of trouble with their uh, their titles. Um, Dawn of War three was one of them. Okay, I think they also did um, Company of Heroes. What do you mean by they started having trouble? Uh, Nobody wanted to, you know, fund their games anymore because they just weren't doing well. I thought Dawn of War three did really well. No, Dawn of War 3 was terrible. Oh, okay. 1 and 2 did well, and then they waited forever, and they put out 3, and they're like, hey, um, everybody likes MOBAs. We'll, we'll just turn Dawn of War into that. Ooh. Yeah, it was <laughs> bad. So, uh, Homeworld 3 was in development for a long time. Eventually, somebody else bought the rights, and uh, it's finally coming out next year. Okay. Um, cause yeah, it's, they, it's being developed by the same guys that did a hard space ship breaker. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize they were, Blackboard I didn't realize they were big enough. Yeah, I didn't realize they were a big enough, uh, developer or something like that, but I didn't either, but I, it looks good. I mean, as I, I played the first two and it looks damn near like, uh, like it'll fit right in. All right. Um, I won't play it because I'll be absolutely fucking trash at it, but it looks fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Everybody sucks at those games. <laughs> uh, myself included. But the problem is, is I have so much fun while being complete trash that I just keep playing it. 
Um, and then I don't know if we ever talked about Space Marine Two getting delayed into next year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a bunch yeah, of stuff we, that got delayed into next it, year. Yeah. It's uh. It's been, it's been delayed. <laughs> like lizards, they haven't even given an official delay, like uh, or not delay, but a, a, an official uh, date for how long it's been delayed. It just says late twenty twenty two or twenty twenty four. Yeah, like they, well, how late? <laughs> in the in the article that I read, it said the earliest we can expect to see it is sometime in summer. Yeah, and they said more than likely it'll be about this time next year. Okay. Which I'm curious. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, re- I'm really curious what went so wrong because the gameplay they showed off looked damn good. Well, they had a. I'm, I mean, on the. Uh, I know from uh, Skill Up because uh, he's talked about it. Uh, they had a lot of technical issues in the game in uh, in running it. Um, so he his suspicion is that they still have a lot of kink or they still have a lot of uh, kinks to work out in that. Uh, area but i don't know i don't know anything beyond that um i mean i would assume i would assume most of the game's finished yeah well that's why i'm saying i'm wondering why so long of a delay yeah um but my guess is just they want to make sure that it's i hopefully fingers crossed <laughs> it's they're <laughs> wanting to make it the uh the best version of the game which essentially. i i also hope that the original space marine is one of my i loved that game yeah um so i mean it 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 would make sense to me if they were if they're delaying it just to work out the bugs uh and because i mean bugs can be long and strenuous yeah uh but it is especially would would make me it makes me more suspicious of like i don't think it's i don't think i think it's just the bugs i think it's they're just trying to work out any uh, technical issues that they're having because of the amount of bad games that have come out, which and, again, I'm fine with, please take yeah. your time, make a good product. Yeah. And if that's the case, I mean, yeah, no rush guys, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, no rush at all. Uh, the, the amount of bad games that we've had re- released that had tons of potential and uh, it needed to be fixed or are still being fixed is just astronomically high <clears throat> and it's not just basic stuff. It's not like, it's not like basic bugs and stuff like that. You expect in games like, like from Baldur's gate or, uh, you know, even dead space and stuff like that, like dead space. It wasn't the best release, but it wasn't the worst. The no. worst I mean, some of the worst releases we've had were fucking, uh, fucking Jedi survivor. Like there's no fucking reason for why that game, even to this day still has the problems that it has. It's fucking unreal. City skylines too. city skylines too. Jesus Christ. You had the developer basically say, yeah, we're <laughs> releasing this anyways, but it's not playable. Like it's not, it's yeah, not something good. that's yeah. For something that's based on a really generic, uh, gameplay and, uh, uh, engine <laughs> yeah. by comparison to a lot of other games. Yeah. And you had, like, you like, guys already had the template. How did you fuck this up? Yeah. <laughs> What's even funnier is the amount of people like the amount of people who have gone into gone in defense of these developers and sat there and said, oh, well, you guys basically using the same defense that developers have used for years of like making games is hard. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you straight up. Like, (laughs) I am tired of hearing that as a goddamn excuse. Everyone's job is fucking hard. If your job is easy, 
then goddamn, you must be sitting on a mountain of cash because it's so easy that you can just do nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, you must have an easy job because you sold a product that made somebody else's hard job easier and you made a billion dollars. Yeah, it's it's so freaking infuriating to hear that, oh, game development's hard. So is everything else in life. Yeah. What the fuck you don't do you see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure making a nuclear sub is fucking difficult. You don't see them fucking blowing up the fucking ocean line. <laughs> yeah, you don't see you. You don't see them freaking you know sinking to the bottom of the goddamn ocean every five fucking seconds because oh a glitch in the software. <laughs> like no, it's it's every everyone's job is hard. Congratulations, welcome to the world. It sucks. Oh, that just made me just made me think that that fucking summer submarine that sunk uh tried to see the titanic <laughs> yeah, like, oh my god it's the video game equivalent of something that was released too early yeah it's something that was released too early and it was too it was it was done with, with it was done with with no no fucking ethics and no freaking quality check congratulations minimal, the, no play you know, testing minimal, minimal fucking effort congratulations uh, now you're a developer <laughs> that's that's exactly uh, what that is so you know the you know hold off the excuses of like oh well development's hard yeah we get that we understand that it's hard but we don't care we're we're wanting the product that we paid for and we're wanting it to be good if that's a problem for you get out of development yeah. leave go do something else the world doesn't need your non-talented ass at all so fuck off kindly. Thank you. That's that's what I want to tell every fucking developer that comes back and says, dude, game development's hard. No fucking shit. So you know, drop drop the drop the, the game development's hard. Require you to have you know, require your freaking uh publishers to have some leniency with your freaking development time if you need it. You know, you're not going to get that. You, I, I get you're not going to get that with with EA, but at the same time, <laughs> Jedi Jedi Survivor is a is is still not working correctly. It does, I don't care what anyone says. Oh, I didn't experience any bugs. You wouldn't know a bug if it bit you in the ass. Or, I mean, there's always the advice that I have been giving out for the last couple of years. Just stop buying AAA titles. Yeah. I mean. Oh, look, yeah. look, look at look a, at f- a preaching statement for us for fucking yeah. years at this point. Yeah. Right. But I well, mean, I, it's just the last couple of years is when I've really just started going out of my way to tell people that. Yeah, you yeah. have, but you have developed, you have, you have the, these games coming out where developers themselves are telling you like we're fucking city skylines. Don't play our game. <laughs> our game is not finished. <laughs> it's not done. You shouldn't need to play it. <laughs> They're literally telling you that we are being forced to release this early. Right. You, sh- you should not play this right now. It's not in a playable state. So they're, they're giving you an out right away. And you have people out there literally buying the game and going, oh, it's fine. I'm, I'm playing it on. I'm like, you have fucking people who've played it for a couple hours and they're like, oh, I'm playing it at 60 FPS on high settings with a with a 3060 and I'm like you guys are full of fucking shit. I've seen that game run on a 4090 and running with a full city built. 
and it barely fucking functions. It gets down to fucking 20 FPS at times. Like, dude, you guys are out of your fucking minds. If you think that's, that's acceptable. Yet you have people out there giving it reviews like, Oh, it's great. <laughs> I love it. If you're not, if you're playing this on a, uh, on a 4090, you're not getting, you know, so many, you know, so much FPS. Then maybe you should go and play a first person shooter. Like, fucking shut the fuck up <laughs> right now. Like there, there are games that are like, this is a game that should be completely just fucking lambasted all over reviews for having an early release. The best review that I've heard is one of my friends bought it. And when I asked him why he said, Oh, I just, I'm waiting for them to fix Fix it. it. Then why'd you buy it? And that's what I said. It was like, you could have saved yourself 60 bucks yeah, and you'd still be waiting. Yeah. Why'd you buy it? I mean, I want to support the developers. Great. They, I'm sure that's going to, that's going to help their, their, uh, their development process that you're paying them money for an unfinished product. And if they don't finish it, then you just paid money for an unfinished product. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I want to play the game. I liked the first one. Yeah. It's, but I'm going to wait until somebody comes out and says, Hey, it's, it's fixed. It's playable now. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's like the people who bought Redfall from, uh, arcane, uh, studio. Mm. Yeah. Listeners, you guys know this. Everybody knows this by now. I hate arcane. <laughs> I think they make some of the shittiest games. I, when I say shitty games, listeners, I'm not saying like I, they're overhyped is what I'm really saying is they're just overhyped as hell. They're given unfair scores of nines and tens for no fucking reason. And they're really sixes and sevens. They're really sixes and sevens. That's let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, everybody always brings up uh dishonored. It was pretty decent. Yeah. I didn't play the a, second one. It's a seven. I liked it enough that I finished the, it. The second one's a 6.5. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's not, it's not the, the they're, they're not game of the year. Like everybody treats them. They yeah, were they, pretty good. They were pretty good. They were, they were good. That was it. They were good. So saying, saying that they're anything above that is just freaking astronomically asinine to me. So, but they, but they have, but here's the thing, listeners, they have their own fan base. I get that. Their fans are going to give it higher, a higher score regardless. All right. Redfall was in such a terrible fucking state that even their fans went, what the fuck is this nonsense? And you know, it's bad. Like, you know, you fucked up when your fanboys won't even come to your rescue. It, well, here's the thing. And like, you come to find out like in their development cycle, they lost almost, almost their entire fucking team. Almost their entire fucking team to make that game. They lost them for that. God damn. Could you imagine being sitting like sitting there and watching your, your studio crumble around you and having all these new people who have no, no fucking clue what they're doing. No fucking clue what they're working on coming in to fix the game that won't work. (laughs) Looking at you, Bioware. Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah. Like this is, this is like, this is, this is the same shit they're going through. So listeners there, there's a, there's a reason why I'm sitting there going, all right, how is it that a game like Redfall came out in the broken state that it was, there was no quality assurance. There was no quality, no quality check, especially from Microsoft. It was so badly received and so, so bad or bad or release that Microsoft literally had to step their foot and be like, okay, we have got to start taking the reins. We've got to start stepping in on Bethesda and asking them, what the fuck are you guys doing? So that's, that's 
when that happens, how do you have a game like City Skylines come out and fans come to its defense when you're when you have games like Redfall that come out and the fanboys of that studio will not defend that game? It wasn't what they wanted. It wasn't what they needed. And they sure as shit weren't going to defend it. And then you have people who come in and like, all right, well, City Skylines is exactly what I'm, what I'm wanting. You know what you could do? Just save up some money and buy the original City Skylines and all of its DLC at one go. And you have a finished game. And you don't even need all the DLC. You need no, about not even half close. of it. Yeah, not even close. You, you, you could get along with that game and like three DLCs. Uh, <laughs> base game, airports. I uh, think they did a seaports. Yeah. And then uh, pick one for your fourth. Yeah. Stadiums, whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, that game was very functional out of the gate. None of the DLC is necessary, but it's nice to have. Yeah. Uh, and I get the I get the city skylines too has extra things that are not in the original game that are uh, eventually became DLCs that are now included in, in city skylines too. And that's great, but the game's not functional. If it's not functional, then it's not good. Yeah. My friend that bought it told me that some of the chain, like the gameplay changes they made yeah. are very nice. Yeah. He, he told me, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, real intuitive changes that should have been made. But once the game, like your city gets above a certain size, it just turns into a fucking flip book. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll play it when, uh, whenever they get it fixed, if yeah. they ever do. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, it's one of those things of like, if you're, if you're having to, if you're having to wait on a game, then there's no point. If you're, if your game launched and you're having to wait for the game to get better, then it wasn't worth the 60 or $70 you paid for it. Then there's no point in playing it. You might as well, you might as well save that money either for another game or for when that game gets finished and is actually fully released and maybe is on sale. So I see that as like, this is the, this, this is the reason why, you know, space Marine delayed. Cause they were just like, we can't be another, we can't be another Redfall. We can't be another sky city skylines too. We, we can't do this to everyone who's wanting this sequel. Well, not only that, but uh, Games Workshop is starting to. I, I I don't want to say tighten their fist on their properties, but they're starting to pay more attention mm. because for a long time they were releasing some really shitty titles based on Games Workshop properties. Uh, Aeronautica Imperialis was one. Yeah, I I bought it on sale, and I think I have maybe two hours put into it. Yeah, and it was it was shit. There, there's a ton of other Warhammer games that came out. Speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of of uh, Warhammer games, uh, we played Gladius. That was really fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> and we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, there's a reason I don't have that one installed anymore. Um, it, it's it's <laughs> like Warhammer Civ. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really strange. Um, and I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's the best, that's the best way I've ever heard it explained. It's Warhammer Civ. It's, but even knowing that it's still like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, oh, I mean, I, I'm I dead figure, now. Cool. I can't figure out how to make more units. Yeah. 
I'm like, what the fuck am I doing in this game? Even on the easiest difficulty, you'll you'll go into your first battle and you're like, I've got five guys. I'm feeling pretty confident. And then they'll roll in with 20 and you're like, oh, I'm so fucked. <laughs> um, yeah, like we, yeah, we think- was getting steamrolled pretty fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were we were playing and it took us a while to figure out like. It took me a while to figure out that the portals, uh, the uh, the portals that are around the the, the level, can be destroyed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm doing any. If I I don't know even if that does anything by killing them or by destroying them because I'm like, all right, well, does it stop the chaos? Uh, freaking followers from coming through. I don't know. I I have no idea because I haven't seen one appear through that gate. The entire fucking time I played it. Yeah. yeah I, I destroyed it just to be safe. <laughs> I'd have to reinstall it. So just as, far, to... as far as I know, I'm destroying my only escape. <laughs> <laughs> so be it. I, I bought it when it came out and uh, I was pretty excited for it when it came out. And then yeah. I started playing it and I was like, I've played a lot of Civ. This is supposed to be a similar game. and I have no fucking clue what's going on. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, so anyways, <laughs> but I, sorry, like sorry I said, I, I feel like games workshop is kind of paying more attention to their properties and going, yeah, we need to stop putting out shitty games. Cause when we put out good ones, no one thinks they're going to be good. Like they've, they've gone so far up their own ass to fix dark tide. Mm. Uh, that game mm. was almost like it was so broken when it first came out. Okay. Because I bought it on release date and I was trying, I was hoping that when they fix it, I could talk you guys into getting it because it's kind of like Left for Dead. Okay. Yeah. But I still don't know if it's in enough of a fixed state to recommend it or, you know, talk you guys into getting it to play with me. So I don't know. I'll check it out and see. But Um, until then, we already have a, a game that does that better, which is Starship Troopers. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'd personally rather just play Starship Troopers. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, <laughs> when I bought it, I was like, oh, maybe I can talk the guys into playing this with me. And then Starship Troopers came out and I was like, oh, this is way better. Yeah. Um, well, like speaking of, uh, have they done anything with his TARDIS? No. Like I haven't <laughs> seen anything from that guy. No, they, uh, so I never bought a Warhammer plus subscription because I still think I have too many and I've gotten rid of about half of them. Yeah. Uh, I think he's working on, well, I know he's working on the staff, but personally, I think what they did was they bought, they gave him a contract and told him, stop working on this. Come work for us. Just don't do this anymore. No longer compete. Yeah. (laughs) And that was the entire thing. Cause it's been like two or three years. And nobody's seen anything. And, you know, you'll, you'll see it pop up on the forums. People ask, they're like, Hey, uh, is, I can't remember the guy's name. It's he's Finnish or something. I guess. Yeah. So it's a tough name to remember, but they're like, Hey, is, uh, is he still there? And it's like, Oh yeah, he's still working here. Uh, just, you know, he's working for us now. And everybody kind of came to the same conclusion of we'll pay you money to not make this and make us look bad anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, I said, you, since you brought up, uh, Warhammer plus, uh, the D and D plus 
like show or the, the apparently I see listeners. I just learned about this service. I've never even heard of it. So they have oh, like D and yeah, D and D has their own freaking streaming service. Fucking why? And, and I just learned about it. It's been around for months. Yeah. And here's they've the done thing. Almost like nothing to advertise. And it. The, yeah. <laughs> and they've done almost nothing to advertise it on top of that. The things that they do advertise, you can't even get access to <laughs> like, yep. what the fuck? is going on <laughs> i don't know i wizards got so stupid i i don't even want to give them money anymore like Baldur's oh, yeah. gate was the last time i willingly gave them money yeah and well here's the thing Baldur's gate was Baldur's gate really wasn't being uh done by them right so... but they still had to pay larian had to pay wizards of the coast to yeah. use the settings so they're still getting yeah, I a mean, percentage. They're, they're still getting a percentage, but it's one of those things. Where, like, I felt, I felt no problem giving Larian money, uh, even before like uh, Wizards uh, started doing the stupid shit they've been doing. Um, but even afterwards, like, no, I have no, I have no problem giving money uh, to Larian because Larian's the one that front they fronted the entire cost. Yeah, of it. So I was like, well, all right, yeah, and that's part of why I bought into the early access as soon as it opened. I was like, oh. I know these guys, they did uh divinity. Those games were good. Yeah. So, and I know if they're saying, Hey, we're putting our balls on the table for this. Yeah. I'll kick 60 at it. Yeah. It's listeners. Here's the thing. Like with, uh, with Larian, like if, if any, if, if anyone or you hear anyone says, Oh, well they have a, you know, they had a big studio and they had lots of money and stuff, but then you tell them to shut the fuck up immediately. <laughs> Larian threw like they threw everything they had at that. They had nothing left when they were when they started working on it. And they had to slowly build their team. They had to make two games to prove to Wizards of the Coast that they could handle uh yeah, one of which failed. Dungeons and Dragons property properly. In which case uh, I highly recommend both Divinity games were good. Yeah. Um but both of those games had to be made as proof of concept yeah. before wizards would allow them to uh, make Baldur's gate. Yeah. And wizards basically said, but you have to front the literally told them you have to front the entire cost. Mm-hmm. And Larry went fine. We'll, we'll do it. If that's what it costs to do this, that's what it costs to do it. So yeah. Anyone who says that they had tons of money and they had tons of developers and that's, and that's the only reason they were able to make the game that they made. You tell them to shut the fuck up. That is an ind- that is an indie game, in my opinion, and an independent studio that put everything on the line to make a property that is that damn good. And you guys are going to sit there and downplay like, oh, they had tons of money. Shut the fuck up. Please. You have no clue what it took to make that game. So. That that's that's what you know, that's what you used to see from the developer or from development community. You used to see developers like, all right, we're putting everything on the line for this. This is this is our our last and only chance to do this. And we're gonna put everything we've got into it and see what happens. And in this case, it paid off for them. And that's the thing that people that's that's the 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 thing that people are sitting there going, oh well, it's it's a it's a triple a game and they're able to do no, 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 no. This was a studio that independently had to do this. This isn't a three, four, three. This isn't a Bethesda. 
This is a game. This is a game company that literally saw this as their only chance and they took it. I would, I would love to see other big companies sit there and go, okay, we're going to put everything in the line and do this. We're going to do everything. We're going to, we're going to do everything right. And we're going to do, and we're going to actually create a good product for our customers and not just for the incentivization of more money and see what happens. I would love to see Ubisoft go back to that kind of style. That's listeners. You couldn't, you would never get an Assassin's Creed today. You would never, and when I say an Assassin's Creed today, you would never get an, a, the original idea of Assassin's Creed was so unique and different for when it came out. You would never see that come from Ubisoft again because they, they're a one-trick pony. They make the same games over and over and over again because that's all they know. So you'll, you'll never see another, you'll never see another Assassin's Creed like that. Anyway, oh, well, they have Star Wars. Star Wars is still Star Wars. It's based off of another property, based off of another, another set of games, another, another set of movies that they know they can market to. That's, that's instant dollar signs to Ubisoft in their case. Mm-hmm. That's a sheer fire thing. That's a, that's a, this is a sure thing. We are going to get this done. That's the same thing for Avatar. Oh, it's sure. It's, it's a sure fire thing. It's a sure, you know, sure money maker <laughs> because we're going to make money off of it. Cause it's avatar. Cause there are plenty of fans of avatar. Well, there are plenty of fans of avatar. Let's make a game for it. We'll just make it like every far cry out there. And that's what we'll put out. As soon as I saw that trailer, my instant response was why? Yeah. 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 It's, it's just, and it's because it's because they can, they they're banking on like, Oh, we're going to make instant bank on this. We're going to make instant money on it. Yeah. But if I don't get to be a whaler on the moon, I don't want to play it. (laughs) (laughs) So when, when you look at how Ubisoft was built and how their catalog was built, you had original games like Raymond. Well, and I mean, even then back in the day, their license titles were still good. I mean, for fuck's sake, they had rainbow six, like any of the Tom Clancy games before a certain year were all good. Splinter cell. Fucking fantastic. I mean, I would stab any random three people to get a good single player rainbow six again. Yeah. Yeah. I, or, you know, let, let's double down on that. I'll stab six people for a return to form <laughs> of rainbow six and ghost recon. Yeah. It's, it's or, or give up the license to somebody who's going to make those games. Like it's absolutely staggering the amount of original properties they've had and the amount of good IPs they've had in the past. And you compare those IPs to today, not, not mechanics or anything like that. Cause listeners, we all know that mechanics change and, and as games improve, I mean, you're, you're literally going to look back at some of the older games and be like, well, that's still, that's kind of a shit way to do that. Yeah. But at the time it was still unique and it was still new. So if you look for, if you look at these games through the lens of not nostalgia, but through the lens of, objectivity of when it came out and for how, how unique it was for the time. And you compare them today, nothing they make today is unique. No. So that's the, that's the real reason beyond good and evil too, is, uh, you know, in fucking limbo, they can't make it far cry enough. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I actually would believe that 100%. I would 100% believe that they can't make it far cry enough. 
It's either that or they're trying to break Duke Nukem Forever's record. Oh, it's already been done. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, yeah, but I, I feel like now they're yeah. just trying to set the bar higher. To yeah, be like, okay, we have the game that's been in develop development the longest. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna keep making it harder for people to break this record. Yeah, a lot of people keep saying, "Oh, well, they were only in development for five or six years." I'm like, no, 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 no. They've been in development for over ten. Yeah, well over ten. So, um. Yeah, it's it's but you you know, you look at the you look at the game developers out there like uh EA, you look at uh, uh Respawn and Titanfall Titanfall was a it was a flash of lightning for for Respawn and when I say a flash of lightning of it was so unique at the time when they came out with it that when they came out with the sequel it was one, the sequel was poorly was was poorly planned out of when it was released because I think it was released around the same time as like three other fucking games. Mm-hmm. Um, they did very little advertising for it. Yeah, and they didn't they didn't stick with it. Instead, they were basically like, "Okay, well, that's done. Move on to the next thing." And the next thing was Apex Legends, which is funny because a the, lot every time it goes on sale, more people buy Titanfall two yeah. play through the story. Because, you know, I'll watch online and see what people are saying. They're like, oh, dude, this story was great. Why didn't we get anything else? And I'll always just instantly respond. You got Apex and that's all we're getting because Apex is printing money for EA. Yeah. This game didn't make them shit for money. So therefore it's getting shelved. But we're we're just going to continue getting more Titanfall-esque content for Apex. And that's the closest we're going to get. So listeners, like, here's here's the real thing with with apex everybody likes to say oh apex was an accident of it was just randomly made one weekend like it was fucking like it wasn't in fucking actual development no apex apex legends was in full development it was the it was the the original uh multiplayer aspect to the next titanfall it was literally going to be the titanfall multiplayer but it was turned into something different when they decided, Oh, well, Titanfall is being kind of shelled right now. We don't know if that's actually going to be made. Can you turn this into something else? So they used aspects of Titanfall and threw it through together with what you have now. And everybody got surprised like, Oh my gosh, it's this new free, you know, free to play game. It was, it's designed to just drain you of money. It's what it's made for. It's made to to just have players continue to plant, to buy in the passes and continue to just make money. So after that, they're like, well, we don't need to go back to fall. We don't need to go back to Titanfall. Titanfall three is a fucking that's a wet dream now. That's gone. Oh, the sad reality of it is if they do ever make one, there's a really strong possibility it will be free to play garbage. More than likely, yeah. Yeah, I mean at this point, even if they made one, I probably wouldn't want to bother with it. Yeah, it's yeah. We're talking about a we're talking about a studio that was basically had to to put together a <clears throat> oh, I don't know how how best to describe it, like a small strike team of developers to make uh Jedi Fallen Order. They were basically being told like, "Oh, you can't do anything like that." And they went, "Well, we're going to do it anyways and see what happens." From their parent company, they were being told, you can't do this. You can't touch Jedi. You can't do anything like that. 
and they did it anyways. And they went, all right, well, we're going to show it off to Disney. Bye. You know, <laughs> like, like they had to go around their own bosses in order to get that done. And Disney loved it. That's what it took. And you guys think that there's some kind of, you guys think that there's some kind of version of Titanfall three out there that there's that that apex legends didn't completely just take over when they were showing off the multiplayer for, for, for Titanfall three. You guys don't think that that instantly turned into Apex Legends. Really? Like th- this, this is a game company that literally just wants to print money. Well, and I mean, Titanfall 2 also had the misfortune of coming out at the beginning of EA's famous nobody wants single player, player games, games anymore. Yeah. So they buried it under three other releases at the time and yeah. then went, look, it's selling like shit. Nobody wants this. Yeah. It's frustrating to to see that and be like, all right, well, I know that a that I know that Titanfall three would actually sell well. I know that it actually would do well, but they don't know that, so they're not going to put any they're not going to put any of their eggs in, in that basket. So you 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 take that, take what Ubisoft has done. It's a it, they're just they're just money printing machines. They're just copy and paste over and over again to make more money. Activision's the same fucking way with Diablo now. Diablo four. You guys think that you guys think that's going to change anything. You guys think that's going to make things better going to a forever perpetual online game. Yeah. That's going to make Diablo so much better. Get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me with this shit? And like what's really, and what's really funny is the fact of like Sony, Sony finally caught on and Sony canceled. Like we, I, I think we talked about this in the last podcast, but, uh, I, I, I want to reiterate the fact that Sony canceled a shit ton of their, their, uh, or suspended. It wasn't really clear. <laughs> yeah. Or suspended. I can't, I can't really, I can't really, uh, really clarify which, which one it is, but they, they suspended a bunch of their, uh, games that they were going to be making that were all going to be games as a service. And we all sat there going, well, no shit. You should cancel these, sh- like cancel these things or, su- or suspend them or something or, or, or wait on some of them because Jesus Christ, look at the fucking, they announced 12 in yeah, one fucking go, they, they announced 12, <laughs> 12 in one go and turn around. Like we all turn around and went, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, look at the, look at the death field landscape of games as a service titles versus the ones that are successful. There is a very finite few that are successful and ones that just fill up a landscape of just dead forgotten games. Even the ones that are successful aren't doing that well at the moment. No, people are tired of them. They're already they've they've been tired of them for a while, but the the truth is is that the studio these studios haven't caught on that oh, there's a reason why our game does really well for about 2 weeks and then drops. <sighs> The, the state of, of where these games are or these, these companies are is kind of sad. And I, I think that's spreading even farther to smaller studios like Bungie, even though they're not really small, but like studios like Bungie are looking at, at marathon and going, Oh, well, marathons our next, our next big hitter. And I'm hoping that fucking game crashes I- and burns. I mean, we talked about this when it was first announced. I was so excited when I saw Marathon pop up on the the opening screen. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's finally happening!" 
which I get it. It's a small title. It was made back in the. I mean, I had to. I had to emulate it because it was an old Apple title. Yeah. And I didn't even. I think the first time I played it was like ten years ago. So. Yeah. But I mean, it was still fun. Yeah. They it's, totally one hundred percent could have brought it back, and just given it a graphical, upgrade, you know, yeah. a, a facelift. Yeah. Maybe change around some of the mechanics because again, it's probably damn near thirty years old at this point. Yeah. You know, but you don't, you had a game that you could have done minimal work with that you already had the the license for, but no, you had to make it all bright and colorful. And uh, now it's a games as a service mod. I, there's been very few games that get announced that I'm instantly angry at. And that was one of them. Yeah. When they said it was, when they said it was game based games as a service and it was a uh, survivor or uh, extraction shooter, I was like, well, is extraction shooter going to be, is that the next thing that they're trying to cater to of this is the next trend? Yeah. Because uh, extraction shooters are the next, uh, battle Royale. Yeah. And at this point, basically I feel like if they try that, it's just going to be trying to catch up because they have other extraction shooters out there that have done pretty well. They're not, you know, fantastic. I don't see it as being any better other than the fact that you have Bungie who is, you know, I will hands down, I will say that they have one of the best uh, shooting mechanics ever in any game. Now that's, that's no question. They've mastered that. However, is that going to translate well into an extraction shooter of, of trying to create a gameplay loop that is worth replaying over and over and over again? Yeah, and I mean, that's what I was going to say was the fact that it's Bungie tells me that the game is going to play well. Yeah. But I just don't know if that's enough. Yeah, and that's and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because is, is because at this point, they're playing catch up. They weren't playing catch up with Destiny. They were a entry into the games as a service model, but they were a early entry. So they they came out when games as a service was still relatively new. And they built up a fan base. They managed to like through all the struggles and everything else that they went through along with the struggles that they created with their own gamers. Um, they've managed to come out the other side of like, all right, we've been successful. And now you're starting to see this massive downturn of games as a service. And this is overall just this, this kind of illustrates the, the fact of like fans are getting tired of this shit. They're getting tired of, Constantly giving money, constantly getting let down, and constantly just, all right, well, we want more money in order for us to make it better. What? Like that does that, that's now reached the point of gamers are just like, no, we're done. We're, we're finished. We're out. We're not coming back. I think that because of that, I, I think Destiny 2 is done. Um, after, I think, at least in my opinion, after this next uh, DLC, they're finished. I think that they're that they're going to call it after that. Um, and that's just oh, yeah. My that own. reminds me, I still forgot to install it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my own. That's just my own prediction for it, listeners. I don't know if that's actually going to happen, uh, but that's what I think is going to happen. I think that they're going to get to the end of Destiny Two, into that run, and go. All right, we're we're not even going to launch Destiny Three. We're just going to go into Marathon and everything else that we're going to be working on, which I believe one of them is a fucking MOBA. So good luck with that. Um, 
it's sad to see these companies go into, okay, what's the next trend? What's the next thing we can follow? What's the next thing we can follow? Well, and I feel like that's kind of why uh, the Dawn of War series dropped up to kind of bring that back to what we were talking about earlier. So the first one was RTS, and I will hold the first Dawn of War as one of the best examples of what RTS can be. It's, again, it's aged, like graphics aged terribly. Not a pretty game by any standards. Two came out and kind of did that RTS, but you get like a hero unit and you build your squad around it. Kind of like, um, shit. What was it? It kind of reminds me like how Diablo does things. Okay. Uh, I would say, I would say that's probably closer to like Warcraft. Yes. That Warcraft. Thank you. Um, still did pretty well. I mean, I didn't enjoy it as much as I liked one, but I enjoyed it enough. Yeah. And then three came out and they're like, ah, we're doing a MOBA. And then everybody was like, oh, you guys are just trying to latch onto the popular thing. (laughs) Cool. Um, no, fuck you guys. Yeah. And then that's a big no go. Yeah. They came back out and they're like, oh, we just don't understand why it didn't sell well. And I was among the people that went into the forums and went, look, we just want you to keep making one, but make it better. Yeah. You have the formula for a winning game. Keep doing that. Yeah. Add things to it by all means. Yeah. But start there. Yeah. And then they basically turned around and went, nah, we, we feel like we just missed the trend and you guys just didn't enjoy it. And that's why. And we're like, no, it sucked. Yeah. We want one. And you keep telling us here, this is just as good. Yeah. No, it's not. Listen to your players. If you listen to what we tell you, we will give you money. And when you don't listen to us, we're going to go, ah, no, no, thanks. Yeah, it's, I'm good. It's like you're si- It's like, it's like you're silently getting the, you, what you guys don't have phones. Yeah. You know, kind of speech from, uh, from blizzard of it's not that I don't have it. It's just, I don't want it. Yeah. I, I didn't want this. I wanted this. What the fuck? <laughs> we all know how that, how that went, but yeah, it's, it's really, it's really strange uh, what's, what's been going on. And I don't think that's going to help out games like, uh, uh, justice league or, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, suicide, suicide squad kills the justice yeah. league, which, uh, oddly I, I saw, I had a friend that was playing that. Uh, did that come out? No, he must, he must be part of the beta then. Um, I'll have to see if I can contact him and ask, ask him what he thinks of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't see games like that doing well and surviving. And I sure as shit don't see how games like, you know, Marathon are going to are going to do well or survive because they're playing catch up at this point. So, <laughs> well, and, you know, Bungie, <clears throat> the fun police. So, yeah, <laughs> you can't have fun. You're not doing it the way we want to. So we're going to we're going to change it. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to talk about. I don't know where, really where I was going to be going with that conversation. I just <laughs> kind of went off on a tangent about it and, and that's where we landed. But, um, yeah, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be interesting for, I think for indies though, on whether or not they start setting trends that 
or yeah. that that correcting uh, tri- the path <laughs> yeah cor- essentially correcting the path and uh seeing if uh if AAA developers start catching on and going oh we need to really start paying attention to this we need to start doing I this i mean i think that's i think that's already the case in all reality uh yeah. you know with with how many uh AAA devs have left their companies to start their own indies and yeah. we see the products that come from them and they're either you know, good or fucking fantastic. A lot of the times. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we're already seeing that it's just, you know, generating enough, uh, money and publicity to really make, uh, triple a developers go, huh? We should, um, we should follow suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, Listeners, uh, that's pretty much all we have for you this week. Uh, one last thing to, to bring up is uh, Mass Effect is going to be uh, Mass Effect 4 from Bioware has not been delayed, but they've said that the release window is going to be way off in the future because they're not even really thinking about it right now, uh, even though they had that uh, really or the uh, that trailer for it year a few years oh, back. Bullshit teaser. And yeah. uh, they just had one for N7 day. They they just had one for N seven day. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So yeah, all they, it was they, was somebody I think parking a motorcycle and walking up with a with a, a motorcycle helmet on. That was it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was so like, what the fuck are you guys they, doing? They keep teasing. They keep teasing it like it's going to be revealed or something like next month. It's not. Uh, according to the development team, they are not even thinking about it right now because the main thing that's being uh, being uh, worked on and being main concern is the uh, dragon age uh, game. And that is still not going to be out until I think earliest is late next year. And uh, likely going to be delayed until 2025. So given the, uh, I think they said, given the, the development cycle that likely mass effect five or mass effect four won't be out until 2020 or 2029 is uh, basically the guess that everybody's everybody's got now for it. So just letting you guys know, uh, don't expect anything. And uh, man, that's the long time to wait to still not give a fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, here's I the have thing. If absolutely Bi- if, no fucking faith in anything from Bioware. Yeah. If at this if, point, if Dragon Age fails, Bioware, Bioware will be no more. They'll be done. That, that that'll be the end of it um guaranteed uh i think if if dragon age fails e- ea will just say all right well that's enough we've we've ruined you enough we're done so yeah they'll finally finish disemboweling bioware and roll them into the grave that they've yeah. been staring at for the last 10 years yeah in which case uh i hope that my so my personal hope is that we eventually get a game from a third party de- or not a third party but a, uh, a an indie developer out there that's of the same caliber as the original mass effect or the original mass effect trilogy rather that is a spiritual successor not you know obviously not in the same same galaxy or universe but is basically just like all right well we're just going to tell our own tale so you know what i'd really like to see is um i i know a, a lot of people didn't play this game i'd really like to see another jade empire I never played Jedi Empire. It was good. Yeah. Um, you like Kung Fu movies? Yeah. Yeah, you should play it. Okay. 
Um, no, the, the game never got any attention. Uh, I think it was only like me and one other friend that played it out of our group. Yeah. And that asshole was always like a day and a half ahead of me. And he spoiled <laughs> the ending for me. Ben, if you hear uh-huh. this, I'm going to kick you in the balls for this. I'm still mad. Um, but yeah, it was a good game. And I think, um, if Bioware wanted to buy back some, you know, goodwill with their fans, they'd be like, Hey, we've been making this on the side doing a remaster of it. Yeah. Or a sequel or a sequel. They'd just Good be like, point. Hey, we, uh, we had a small team working on this. It's here. Here's your yeah, but empire be, too. But here's the thing. That'd be, that'd be a risk. And yeah, EA doesn't do those. Yeah. EA well, pop Papa EA doesn't, doesn't do that. They don't take risks. Yeah. I was going to say maybe, uh, maybe they could finally sell off some of their smaller properties. Cause I mean, obviously they're not going to do anything with it. Nothing says more that a company won't take risks than them having to go through their old catalog of games and remastering them. <laughs> right. Um, because if you're having to go through your old catalog of games to remaster, then that says you have, you have either one, no creativity left in your, in your, uh, your developers or two, you're running out of money. You're running out of money <laughs> and you really yeah. need a quick cash in. Or you're naughty dog and you want to remaster your last game that just fucking came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Dude, so many, so many people were pissed off about that. I laughed my ass off. I was like, God damn. Like y- you just it's it's sad, is what it is. It's really sad. <laughs> you have no one else like you guys have either have uh, your entire team is working on that shitty fucking games as a service version of Uncharted or not Uncharted of uh, uh, Last of Us, the uh, Last of Us factions. I think it is what it is. What it is. That's a uh, that's going to be a free to play. Uh, and you have no one creatively working on anything else at that at that company. Uh, or and I, I've, I like, honestly don't even, I don't even know how, how this would be the case or you have everybody working on a secret project that needs more funding. And this is the only way you can do it is by re- remastering, which is I've, I'm using that term massively loose, loose, because apparently like this is just a, basically a, a, a PS4 to PS5 port, which you already have listeners. You already have. It's just going to have ray tracing now. <laughs> I can I can get a shittier story, but it's going to look prettier. Yeah. Uh, so that that like I I don't know what the fuck is going on at Naughty Dog, but uh, yeah. Either they are a giant, either they are they are wasting money by the tons on on one thing or another, and I'm I'm pretty sure it's on on factions. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways uh listeners that's all we got for uh for this week thank you for listening to us we really do appreciate it please tell your friends about us it's pretty much the only way to get around because we don't have any social media presence that's it nothing uh if you listen to us and you like this we appreciate it if you listen to us and you hated everything you heard but you stuck with us this long thank you we appreciate that too you can hate listen to us as much as you want this is vargo this is josiah and miles 
Keep on geeking on. We're out. Coming to the party in a b-boy stance. I rock on the mic and make the world want dance. Fly like a dog. You come from up above. I'm rocking on the mic and you can call me most love. No homie, you can call it what you want. But you can't call it weak and you can't call it chump. And looking like that, baby, need to call me up. 718 and all the pretty mommies want some Son of a BK do it how Biggie say spread love R. Harris on do it all get up Just spit it raw till they can't get enough Hit it, hit it, twist the real Get it done, walk down like a loud round Not a dumb, dumb, walk They can't hold when it's bullet Shatter and earthquake cool See how I drop the jewel It's the golden rule ABC Always be cool We need to teach it at every school It's the ABY Always be you Death man it always been true Real True Skill True Hell Get a world I know exactly how it fell Some go work and some go school Children grow Women produce Now we rock on no matter Yeah.